In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What you see is what you get. So often when we look at things going on around us, when we look at those situations around us, we think, oh, I know how this works based on what I can see. Or if you've ever gone to someone's home and bought from them, I don't know, an appliance or a car or something, maybe they've said, I'm selling it as is. I don't take any responsibility for anything that happens once you take it away from here. And I suppose we get pretty comfortable with that idea of what you see is what you get. Except when Jesus was speaking to the crowds there at the Sea of Galilee, when he declared to them that he is the bread of life. Whoever would eat his flesh would live forever. And the Jews there looked at him and they said, that can't be. Not only can we see that you're a guy, and as a guy, we don't think you came from heaven. But they even said, hey, wait a minute. You're Mary's boy and Joseph's. We know your folks. Therefore, if you're claiming to have God as your father, we know that Joseph's your father. If what you see is what you get, Jesus, you can't be the bread of life. And so, there was a discrepancy between them. What do you believe? Do you believe what you see, or do you believe what Jesus says? Jesus declared that he is the bread of life who gives his flesh for the world. The one who has come for this world. And you might start to think, well, those two things don't seem to line up. But as another example of what you see versus what is real, we hear about Elijah. At one of the crucial points of his ministry, he had just had the showdown of the gods on top of Mount Carmel where he had gone to Ahab the king and said, hey, let's see how this works. I'll take a bull and you have the prophets who work in the palace for the gods Baal and Asherah. Have them take a bull. We'll go to the top of the mountain. We'll kill the bulls. We'll lay them down on top of the altars. And then we'll pray. And whichever God sends fire down from heaven to burn up and consume that sacrifice, that one's the real God, and the other one is a fake. Kind of a what you see is what you get moment. So that's exactly what they did. Through the morning, those prophets of Baal and Asherah called on their gods but there was no fire. Elijah even went so far as to pick on them, and to make fun of them, and still no fire. So then around supper time, Elijah takes his bull and lays it on the altar, and then starts pouring water on the bull and on the wood and on the stones, so that it even gathered in a trench around the altar, and then he prayed that the Lord God would send fire from heaven and sure enough, fire came down from heaven. It burned up the bull. It consumed the wood. It charred the stones, and it steamed off the water. And then Elijah pulled out his prophet sword, and he put to death the false prophets, killing them there on the mountain. But this made the queen, especially, really, really angry. She said, well, may the Lord do to me what I 
what you did to them if by this time tomorrow I don't put you to death. And so Elijah gathered up his robe and he ran into the wilderness. And based on what the queen said, what she thought she would do to him, he thought he was a dead man. He headed out into the wilderness and he laid down and he said, I've had enough. It's enough, O Lord. This would be a good time for you to let me die. I've had it. This journey is too great for me. And the queen even promised to kill me. He thought that there was nobody faithful left among God's people. He was in despair. Maybe you, at some point, have felt despair too. But then, as he lay under the broom tree, the angel of the Lord came and touched him, and there next to Elijah was bread that had been baked on a hot stone and a jar of water. And the angel of the Lord said, Arise, eat and drink. The journey is too great for you. And so, Elijah got up. He ate, he drank, and he laid back down. Because this time, if he died, at least he died with a full belly and a wet tongue. But then the angel of the Lord touched him again and said, Elijah, arise, eat and drink, for the journey is too great for you. And indeed, once again, he ate and he drank. And in the power of that food and that drink, he continued for 40 days to Mount Horeb, also known as Mount Sinai, where God appeared to him. Elijah thought, he saw, if you will, that he was a dead man. But God knew differently. Because with God, what you see isn't always what you get. Or, you can hear about how Paul talks to the Christians in Ephesus. He says, you guys see those Gentiles, the people who aren't part of God's people, dark in mind, given to sensuality, full of things that you can readily identify are evil and wicked. You were like that yourselves. What you see was what you got. Evil and wickedness and impurity. But then, Paul says, not anymore. No, now you are filled with Christ, and it is Christ who has made you truly righteous and holy, doing the work that he given you to do. Because when God is working, what you see isn't always what you get. So today, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what do you see and what do you get? You see Jesus, who has given his body as flesh for you. The same Jesus who promised to raise you up on the last day, to rescue you from what attacks you. Hunger can't threaten you, nor can evil, nor can the devil, nor can a world that doesn't like you. He calls you to believe in his name and in the work that he has done for you. And on days when you say, I believe that Jesus died for me, but that still feels so far away. Your Lord Jesus invites you with these words, Take, eat. This is my body. And you might think, Boy, sure looks a lot like bread, kind of. And he says, Take, drink. This is my blood. And you think, Boy, that sure tastes like wine. What do you see? What do you get? 
bread there, yes. And there's wine there too. But there is also the body and blood of Jesus because he has said that it is so. And when it comes down to what you can see and what Jesus says that you get, Jesus is always right, even when your own sight might not always tell you the whole truth. When Jesus says his flesh is given for you so that you will never hunger, that he has given his body and his blood with bread and wine for the forgiveness of your sins, you get the forgiveness of sins. You get your Lord Jesus who is present with you. And there, he strengthens you for life in this world. Because you're not all that different from Elijah. It's true. The journey is too great for you. But you don't have any bread baked on hot stones or water in a jar. Instead, you have something far, far better. You have the living bread sent from heaven because your God loves you. You have the living water of Jesus. And once you have had the living bread from heaven, who is Jesus, the living water, who is Jesus, you will not hunger or thirst anymore. You are satisfied and you are filled. Because what you see isn't always what you get. But what the Lord promised is what you get. And since your Lord Jesus is with you, filling you, satisfying you, he calls you to be imitators of God. Perhaps you've seen that sometimes children imitate their parents. When parents have a favorite phrase or expression or word that they use, every once in a while a young child will all of a sudden, without being taught that word or phrase, repeat it back and start to talk just like their folks. Your God talks to you. Because what you see isn't always what you get, but what God promises is what you get, and then you start to talk like you get the promises of God. Because you do. And as you have received the love of God, who sent his son Jesus into the flesh to suffer and to die for you, so you end up imitating God in selfless and sacrificial love for one another. You might think, in a world where it seems like dog-eat-dog, here we end up with Christians giving sacrificial, generous love to one another. Why would they do that? Because what you see isn't what you get. But the love of God that he promised you is indeed what we give to one another. Even as our loving Savior gave his flesh for you on behalf of the world. Your Lord Jesus is the bread of life who fills you and satisfies you. What do you see? You see Jesus, the Son of God, crucified. And what do you get? You get eternal life because of his love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, the peace that passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Oh,